2: This is Talk Sport Daily.
3: Hello, happy Wednesday gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talk Sport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin today's podcast in a slightly more serious tone than usual. After Parliament launched an inquiry into the link between sport and brain injury, researchers found that former professional footballers are three and a half times more likely to die from a brain disease than the general population. Former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino and Adrian Durham have both called for a reduction in heading in the game,
4: at some point, and I think sooner rather than later, somebody's going to come have to come up with something really definitive. Now, I think they are reducing heading in kids' football training. Yes. Okay or in the kids' game generally, they need to reduce heading in the men's game and in the women's game in training as well. Leading neuropathologist Professor Willie Stewart has told MPs that football's management of concussion protocols is a shambles in 2021.
0: Football has a habit of, whenever it's faced with, uh, having to develop... Of going out on their own and trying to develop something unique to everybody else, as if as if the problem never occurred before. What football has introduced is is, is a shambles in 2021.
5: I've said, and people have laughed at me at this. I said, heading won't be in the game in 20, 30 years' time. It won't be because if it becomes an industrial injury, which it's very close to being announced that that is going to happen, football's got a problem. I can't see how heading's going to survive. Because now you're talking about litigation, you know, (laughs) lawyers are going to get involved. I think football is facing the biggest challenge and it's going to be heading and the damage that through dementia, you know, the way we hear the stories of players regularly being told they've got dementia or got Alzheimer's. So it's very, very personal to me and it's going to be a big challenge for football. Football (laughs) will reinvent itself. Even if that does happen, the ultimate heading won't be in the game. But it's a really serious possibility that could happen.
4: And when I was watching Josh Warrington the other week, it's the first time that I have felt really, really uncomfortable watching one man beat another man around the head repeatedly. Or, or, all over his body, in his face and around his head. And I was thinking to myself, we're having discussions about taking heading out of football or reducing heading in training because of brain injuries. And here I am watching something that is totally legitimate and legal, a man having his head, or basically the brain rattling around his head Mm. by an opponent. And I I could not really come to terms with what I was watching.
3: And from 9.30 on Sunday on TalkSport, a special documentary details what needs to change to mitigate the risks. That's Dementia and Football, Talksport Support for Change, hosted by Charlie Webster. Now, Jürgen Klopp has ruled himself out of becoming the Germany manager after Yogi Love announced he'll be standing down after the Euros. A number of pundits have said on TalkSport that Klopp still has unfinished business at Anfield, including Reds legend Mark Lawrenson, Tony Cascarino, a legend in his own mind, and Simon Jordan. But first, it's the Klopster and why the national job isn't right for him just yet.
0: If that's the question we want to ask, if I'm uh, available for the job of for the manager or coach of the German national team in the summer, no. Somebody else will do the job, and um, I'm pretty sure uh, with the amount of really good German managers in the moment um, that the German FA will find a good solution. First of all, Klopp has got a massive rebuild on his hands because he's watching the Liverpool team deteriorate on a week-by-week basis and become dismantled in front of his own eyes. So I don't think there's any jeopardy that Klopp's going to be leaving Liverpool.
3: Defeated Anfield, no longer feeling like a shock, is it? It's a regular. Occurrence.
5: And there's no end in sight. Six home defeats on the run. Definitely a crisis.
0: Also, he's got to rebuild Liverpool. This is probably the worst time for Klopp to be actually leaving Liverpool because of the legacy that he would have if he was perhaps considering, which he's not, that you'd be leaving Liverpool in a situation where they were in disarray.
5: decides what he wants to do. And I think he's he's earned that right. I don't think there's any doubt about that. The Americans will back him. He probably needs a holiday now. I don't care if he loses every game till now until the end of the season. I'd still want him to be my manager next year. The biggest worry is that Klopp could walk. The reason I say that, because when he left Dortmund, the reason he gave is because he didn't feel he was the right man for the job anymore. And that might happen with Jürgen at Liverpool. (laughs)
3: Now, in the Champions League, Cristiano Ronaldo's Juve were sensationally knocked out by Porto. The game, of course, was live on TalkSport 2 and it sounded a little bit, well, not a little bit, sounded everything like this.
2: Right-footed through the wall! Oh, it's in! And Porto, as a result, surely are going to go through Sergio Oliveira. There's they been gold. a goal
3: between Juve and Porto. Oh. Jason can tell you which way he's well, gone. Jason. Porto have just scored. They're through.
4: All over the place. I mean, they'll look back at that, Perlo, and he will be livid because Morata and Ronaldo, both in the wall. And, I mean, Morata jumps, but Ronaldo turns his back completely. Completely turns his back, and it goes through his legs. And Juventus are out. And it will be a 26-year without winning this competition. What a famous
3: victory that is for Porto. Brilliant work, as always, from Jim Proudfoot on Talk Sport 2. And, of course, the, the saddest part of Juve going out is we won't see pierlo's hair in the next round. <laughs> <My> <laughs> you might
5: not see pierlo again at Juve. That that may well be the final nail because mm. then it doesn't look like they're going to win Syria. They're out the Champions League.
3: Um, what a great game of football God, though, they right? lost. The, the, what that... a game of football that was
4: incredible scenes here and uh, the Porto players all on the pitch jumping, celebrating they know this is a, a famous yeah. victory for them
3: if
6: you're happy with your club or you're fed up with the score
2: call up 08717 double two double three double four oh, oh, my God. Uh, Dortmund are through they have drawn with Severe on the night 2-2 two, two, beating them 5-4 on aggregate 2 for Haaland for Dortmund Haaland's got it all
5: he's got absolutely everything and he's still so so young because he's got pace he's got power he can hold the ball up 6 foot 4 brilliant in the air scores all types of goals but then he's, he's very, very quick with his feet. He can play the ball out. He, he links the play up. He gets in the box. He's pretty much a complete striker.
2: If you look at the great goal-scoring players, they all get better As they get older. And if he was to come to the Premier League, you stick him in that Man City side, he'd score 50 in a season in the league. I think he could score 50 goals in a 38-game season if he played every game. I I genuinely believe that if he was at Manchester City. If he comes over here, he breaks every record going.
6: I watched Haaland play tonight with a swagger and a flair. He really did look in top form, like Andy's hair. We're talking about
5: a young man here who's just out of his teens who... Is the w- the most sought after player that's affordable on the planet? Haaland, you could get, and it sounds ridiculous to say this, but you can get him quite cheap. I think Dortmund might be tempted at a hundred. Really? That's, well, that's forty million over and above what they're going to get next yeah. year. He's in so much control and power here. If he, he might decide that he wants to stay at Dortmund for another year, I don't think there's too many systems he can't be effective in. From what I've seen, he's got he's, he's got a little bit of everything. <laughs>
3: Now, West Ham moved from seventh to fifth and within two points of 4 place Chelsea with a 2 win over Leeds on Monday night. So does this mean that David Moyes has got his mojo back? Well, Simon Moni Moni Jordan can answer that. We'll also get the take of Tony Cascarino and a Hammers fan discussing Declan Rice. But first, it's Ian the Moosey Moosey Abrahams and a rather big statement about defender Craig Dawson. I liked Craig Dawson many years ago when he was at uh, Rochdale and then West Brom signed him. And I really thought he was unlucky not to get an England call-up. I'm going to say something now which people will think is mad. I think that Gareth Southgate should be having a look at this fella for the Euros. I think he's been absolutely sensational.
5: West Ham 1, Arsenal nil. Declan Rice with the strike. I think his performances. Week in, week out, durability, level of performance, and he plays the scapegoat position. If team, he doesn't have stats of and sc- scoring goals. So his job is very much the ugly side of the game, what he does for West Ham. I think he's certainly in there as one of my top six.
2: It, honestly,
4: the
3: kid is unbelievable. Are you to have anyone. He's Noble midfield. Looks special. He's a brilliant. He's fantastic. There's no better CDMs in the Premier League at the minute, for my money, than Rice. And I'm not the finest West Ham fan. I watch him every week. The guy's quality. He's class. He's like Rolls Royce. He's only going to get better. A England captain in the future.
1: I've got to say, no. We're up to fifth, and, and uh we're really pleased with the position we're in. But we want to try and keep pushing. We want to try and work hard for to be around the top if we can. It's going to be very difficult. You, you look at the quality of the sides and. and uh, and uh, if we could even mix it with them right to the end, it
0: would, be, it would be very good. I think David Moyes and his coaching staff own all the credit here. I think the, the, the framework they've built in that side, the spirit they've built, the manner in which they're playing, the confidence they've built in it, and the belief that I, I see David Moyes back to where he was when he became Manchester United manager. All the confidence. Not swagger. David Moyes is not an arrogant individual. He's a confident assertive one. But I can see him now. I can see him in the media interviews. I can see him speaking. He now is on the front foot again. He sees West Ham as an opportunity to rebuild all the damage that was done to him at Sociedad, done to him at Sunderland, and of course, that very brief tenure at Man United, and really go in the groove again. So West Ham caught Moyes at exactly the right time.
3: Juan Laporta has been named as Barcelona president for a second time after winning the recent elections. Spanish-based journalist Graham Hunter, a.k.a. Bumper Graham, has said this will increase the chances of Lionel Messi staying at the new Camp or Camp Nou. No one really knows which way round it is, but either way, he'll be staying at Barcelona.
6: Chances were nil last August. They were about 25% in the autumn. I think they've increased to about 60, 65% right now. So I think he'll stay. They still have to offer him the money. It's back to money again, Jim. They have to say to him, here's what we value you staying, Leo. And if they get that right, then maybe he stays, yeah. But I'll tell you both Pedri, young Pedri, who's 18, signed from Las Palmas, is at 18 looking like he'll be on the scale of Iniesta and Xavi. He is an extraordinary performer. Beautiful to watch. And porter's inheriting that, plus Ansu Fati, plus De Jong performing, Griezmann performing. That's very good. He's inherited a coach in Ronald Koeman, who you both know well, that people thought was going to be bellicose, belligerent, was going to cause fractions with interest. And he hasn't. He's put a lot of the things right. There's a chance, a sniff of a trophy. He's inheriting a difficult club, a, a troubled situation, financially particularly, Jim. But things, it, it feels like spring, it, not just in calendar terms, but in football club Barcelona terms, compared to the beginning of the season when it was very definitely a heavy Moscow winter.
3: And PSG against Barcelona is live tonight over on TalkSport 2. So it's an 8pm kickoff, don't you know? And you can listen to it on your TalkSport app as well. Oh yeah, download it for free is my advice. Now, turning our attention to the Premier League, Pep Guardiola has been speaking to the media ahead of Man City's game with Southampton tonight. So after losing the derby at the weekend to rivals Manchester United when they were completely played off the park, does this mean the title race is still on? Well, of course it's not, but this is what he had to say about it.
6: Of course, when the option is open, everything can happen in football. Nobody was waiting that we could uh, do uh, 21 games in a row, 15 games in the Premier League, so everything can happen. Absolutely agree. For the people like uh, United can do it. Just we have 10 games left, and uh, we have to win six, seven games to be champion mathematically, and yeah, we're going to try tomorrow to win the first one.
5: Full-time at Old Trafford on a crazy night. Manchester United, nine, nine nine-man Saints, nil. They've also shown on occasions that they can see
6: lots of goals a couple of nines is that something that you will bear in mind in this game we'll score 18 18 18-0 we're going to score this will be the result what a question score 9 when they play 8 minutes uh, 10 against 11 do you think this is a joke Uh, this game is uh, going to uh, score 9 goals uh, tomorrow or 18 goals come on be serious so we're going to try to win the game it will be incredible success for
3: us win the game that's all And if you missed Ali McCoy's Best 11 over the weekend, it's now available as a podcast, would you believe? Ali talks to Johnny Owen, oh, I've got friends, through some of the best and funniest moments of his career, including an encounter with 2,000 Celtic fans at a stiff little fingers gig. Too easy to make a joke. We used to go
1: every year, and they used to play the Barrowland, but they always played the Barrowland in St Paddy's Night. Now, as a Rangers player... Those two don't go hand in hand when the Rangers player, right? The Barrowlands in an area of Glasgow where there'll be very, very few Rangers season ticket holders, put it that way, and we're going in St Paddy's night, right? So we waited till the concert started, then the bouncers kind of sneaked us in and put us away up the back of the Barrowland, effectively in with the lights and a couple of speakers and the guys that were, were doing the lights for the stage. Anyway, midway through uh, Alternative Ulster, there's a problem. And all the lights come on oh, no. on us up the back of the stage, but nowhere else in the barrel Oh, dear. So they turn around and they see myself, John Brown, who is the madman of a set centre-half and a left-back with Rangers, and my wee mate from East Co-Bride. And, of course, there's 2,000 punters turning and see us here. And next minute that we're launching plastic tumblers full of lager, we're getting... D- Drenched. I'm hiding behind a speaker. Of course, John Brown, the big hard centre half. He's wanted he's telling them we'll take them on. Come on, <laughs> I'll take his on.
3: Now, before I go, let me tell you about some live football I've already touched upon. It's PSG against Barcelona. It's live on TalkSport 2 tonight from 8pm. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on my show, Andy Goldstein, 2 on Monday to Thursday tonight from 10pm alongside the fun boy, where, of course, we'll be taking your calls after Liverpool take on Leipzig. What an interesting game that could be. And, of course, Man City take on the Saints in the Premier League. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Osteen talks Talksport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
5: That was a podcast from Talk Sport.